1: Thursday is a day that was set up to be, let's be honest, as picture-perfect as it gets for opening day 2020. And I just happened to read Mike Vaccaro's column that I guess is going to appear in the New York Post later on this morning if you pick up a newspaper or you get it delivered or you just read it online like I do – And I have to admit, Mike Vak, who always seems to strike the perfect note when it comes to what's going on in our city from a sports standpoint and has this unbelievable sense of history. Quinn has said it better for the ranging of emotion that I'm sure many of you are going to be dealing with. And I know it sounds so silly with everything that is going on in the world. But we here on WFAN we in general for that matter we live for the little moments we live for the little things opening day at either city field or yankee stadium that's like one of those events i don't know about you guys maybe you do maybe you don't i have opening day circled on my calendar every single year that schedule now comes out in late September which is dopey on so many different levels because baseball is getting ready for the postseason it's like do I need to know who I'm playing the following season do I really need to know where I'm going when I'm going opening day all that good stuff I really don't but they like to do it end of the year I circled that date Yankees in Baltimore Yankees the following Thursday at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. For you Mets fans, I'm sure the prospect of dreaming about weather in the high 50s, sunshiny day out at Citi Field, Jacob DeGrom out on the mound, taking on the world champion, Washington Nationals. That would have had a very special feel to it. And it's really going to hit home, I think, for me. And I really think it's going to hit home for a lot of you when you wake up later on today. If it's early in the morning, if it's like me and it's in the uh, afternoon, it's well past the crack of noon at this point. I always used to joke that the crack of noon was my wake up. That anywhere around the crack of noon is when you could find me stumbling along and strolling out of bed. Not these days. Not when I know I'm not going into SNY. Not when I know my girlfriend's working at her workstation here in our one-bedroom apartment. But for me, it's very simple. I'm going to get as much sleep as I possibly can with everything that's going on in the world. And I will because I'm seeing that the MLB Network and Fox Sports 1 and a lot of these channels are going to be rebroadcasting either games of opening day past or maybe it's just great World Series games. Tomorrow will absolutely be a day for me where, for a little bit, even if it's only for 30 or 40 minutes at a time, I'm going to have to devote some time to watching some baseball. Even though I know the end result, even though I know what ultimately is going to happen, I am not going to let COVID-19, I am not going to let the coronavirus totally damper the good feeling that I should, and many of you should be feeling. But it had me thinking about opening days and how many great opening days I have watched over my life, and I'm sure for many of you, there will be certain games that you can pinpoint. You remember exactly where you were. You remember the date being at the ballpark, watching in your office, Watching at school, listening at school, whatever the case may be. A very vivid opening day for me. It's actually twofold. And you remember, and I think a lot of you are probably like, JJ, please. You're like eight, nine years old. How do you have this great photographic memory of when you were a kid? But you do. You remember certain life events. 1996. I vividly remember. The Yankees opening day in Cleveland. And this is really at the peak of my childhood-like obsession. Well, actually, it's not. Who am I kidding? It was the start of the peak. That's really the way I should phrase it. 95 was the start. But 96, it was like, wow, the baseball season is back. I got my team to watch every single night. MSG's all set up. So I could watch whatever the hell I want to watch. Even as like an eight-year-old kid. I mean, yeah, I was fiddling around with the cable and staying up late and falling asleep to John Sterling on the radio. But I remember that 96 opener in Cleveland. Denny Martinez on the mound. David Cohn on the mound for the New York Yankees. And really, the guy who stole the show that day, I'm sure many of you remember, the great Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter stole the show, making an over-the-shoulder catch, where it was like, Whoa. Who's this kid? Where'd he come from? And then to Homer on opening day in Cleveland, it was like the start of Jeter rising to the occasion. It was the start of the moment, no matter what the stage may be, never being too big for DJ. Started right then and there. On that opening day that I vividly remember in 1996, as the Yankees took down the Cleveland Indians, and as we know, ended up being a very, very special season in 1996. But home openers, I know for a lot of you, have that much more significance because you make it an event. Maybe it's a tailgate at the ballpark, maybe it's hanging out at Billy's stands or McFadden's or the bodega, whatever the case may be. You're having a couple of pops. You're seeing some long-lost friends. You're reminiscing over some good times, some bad times, some times in between. But two opening days from a Yankee home opener standpoint that are like crystal clear. 96, I remember yelling and screaming at my mom. In fact, I was probably throwing a temper tantrum. I was probably throwing a fit. I was probably being a total pain in the ass because I want to say it was during Easter break. Might have been. But the Yankees were playing their home opener and the weather against the Kansas City Royals was miserable. And I remember watching that game, rushing back, frigid, in our house on Staten Island, New York, when Andy Pettit on the mound and the Yankees taking on the Royals in a snowstorm. And I remember listening to like the first inning or two and... Giuliani is on the broadcast with Sterling and Kay. And basically, it's Giuliani vowing that there's no way in the world the Yankees are going to leave New York City, whether it's staying in the Bronx. That was still when they were like floating the idea maybe of having like a West Side Stadium for the Yankees. I mean, that would have been the dumbest idea known to man. Could you imagine if the Yankees left the Bronx to go play in Manhattan? Please. That would have been a nightmare. Some things are just meant to be. Now, listen, the new Yankee Stadium, that is a subject for an entirely different day. But I digress. But I remember that conversation and I go back and I watch the game and it was great. There were many moments. There were many, many memories in that 96 season. Both openers really apply. It was like the start. But it goes on and on. And for me, getting to Yankee home openers is something I always try to do. Now, last year, I had a good streak going. I think I mentioned this. I think I had about a five- or six-year streak. Because remember, when I was at college at Syracuse, tough making that track. You know, I'd come back East a weekend. I'd go to a boatload of games from May until August. But I had a decent streak of opening days from after my college graduation until last season when we launched the thread over at Sny And... I remember I was like, listen, I got to be on the first show. I mean, that's why was nice enough to put me on the first show. They want me there. They want to, you know, show me off a little bit. I got to be there. Man, I miss being there right now. Who are you kidding? Very much miss being there right now. But I committed to doing the show. I had to be there for the first show. And I remember my sister, my girlfriend, buddies, you name it, sending me pictures at the bodega. In the stadium, doing this, doing that. And I got serious FOMO. Serious, serious FOMO. I was like, man, I wish I was out enjoying a beautiful opening day at Yankee Stadium. And I said in the SOI newsroom that day, don't worry. When there is an opening day in 2020, no matter what, I'm going to be there. And I had every expectation of next Thursday being out at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, it would have been rough coming off an overnight shift, but who the hell cares? You only live once, right? Making my way out to the ballpark. Maybe having a beverage or two. Yucking it up with you guys and getting ready to start off this 2020 season. So for all that not to be a part of our life now moving forward. And it's very much on hold. And the harsh realities of day in and day out. Dealing with this horrid coronavirus. You want something to dream of. It may be months from now, but dream of that opening day at City Field or in the Bronx. It was interesting to hear Rob Manfred, who went on with my buddy Scott Van Pelt over at ESPN, who, listen, does a phenomenal sports center. And I'm not one of these guys that waves the pom-poms for ESPN. In fact, there is a whole lot of ESPN programming that is nauseating at times. Very, very nauseating, including their embarrassment that is a Monday Night Football booth that they still haven't figured out. I mean, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out how good Lewis Riddick is on TV. You can't find a way to get him in the booth. I mean, honestly, you take him in the booth, immediately your booth becomes better. But again, I'm not a TV executive, so what the hell do I know? It's amazing. I can notice that. Many can notice that just watching the games. But you know, guys who make maybe quadruple my salary, probably make a hundred times my salary. They can't figure it out. So. Amazing. Amazing. Nonetheless, he has Rob Manfred on, Scotty Van Pelt. He does the best sports center that there's. you're going to find. It's great. It's entertaining. It's top notch. It's passionate. This gambling involves it. You no, know, I'm going to like it. But it's fun. It's a fun hour of TV. And I try to watch it as often as I can. And I was very, very surprised to hear Rob Manfred not rule out the idea of doubleheaders. Rob Manfred and baseball not ruling out the idea of getting in 100-plus games with ease in this Major League Baseball season. And maybe it's the commissioner trying to give people like you and I that dangling carrot of hope that with all of the tough times that are going on here in our city, all of the tough times that are going on in our country, that hope of being able to watch a baseball game and a bunch of baseball games would be... As beautiful as it gets. But the reality of the situation is New York City right now is a mess. It is going to continue to be a mess. This is not ending in New York City anytime soon. We are the epicenter. We are the hotbed. We are smack dab in the middle of everything that's going on here. You think there's going to be baseball play in New York by June? I would love that to be the case. I'm highly skeptical. Highly, highly skeptical. But that is why the idea of starting the Yankees, not only out on the road and the Mets out on the road, but both New York teams potentially being in a position to give up home games. That is the sort of subject that would have made me so irate so angry, so ticked off a month ago. How dare, how dare, how dare Major League Baseball do this to me, you, and any of the New York fans that's out there. Now, I got to be honest. If there is a feasible way to keep our players safe, and it turns out six weeks from now, playing games in other cities, maybe in front of nobody, designating take your pick, Texas, whoever the team may be, as that designated home team, would be good enough for me. Because I think we are all so sports crazy. And we, I would hope, would understand the uniqueness and the scary nature of the times that we're dealing with. That's a proposition that would have been non-negotiable a month ago. If the Yankees or the Mets got to give up home games, and it means... You get baseball back in your life quicker, I know I'd be a sight for sore eyes for all of us who are looking for something to cheer about. That's what I'm dying for. Something to cheer about. I mean, I was cheering about the game I played at MLB The Show today. Tough one. First ever game at MLB The Show, might I add, with the great eagle out picks. And you know we're living in the bizarre world when the Yankees lose to the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> That's when you know we're dealing with the bizarre world. But it was fun, and I was cheering. I came from behind, tied the game at one, and hard with a big home run, I'm like yelling and screaming. I wish I was doing that yelling and screaming watching a Yankee or a Met game later on today. Can't get back soon enough.
0: Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install?